Last time on Dice Funk. Zana forms a rapier out of blood vessels uh, and k- kills Peter on the ground, uh, prone on the ground, just drives the blade into his body and then picks up the bloody war gong off of his body. Anyway, I'm a giant tree now. Half tree, half meat. <laughs> also, Peter's muscular uh, god part just fused with the tree. So I'm half tree, half meat. Suddenly I have empathy for the things I crave to eat. Uh, most of this place seems like really pleasant grassland. There's some mist and some animals, but there is some danger that there appears to be some kind of volcanic activity. You don't know uh, the source or how worried you should be. Have they got the vibe? I like these guys. Have they got the vibe that dodos have? The dodo vibe. Uh, Laura, you've said the secret word. These are dodos. Can I put one in my tree branches? <gasps> I'm doing it. I am very okay with there still being um, birth control plant in existence. That's that's a fantasy world I'd like to live in where you can just grow birth control. Uh, I rolled 11. That's not going to do it as far as your spell uh, save goes. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to hit it. <laughs> so I think, what, yeah, you're all standing near this misty lake. This enormous predator just tries to eat a human-shaped person. Uh, it gets instead a, a giant piece of gold stuck in their teeth and then the sky splits open and lightning begins pummeling down this is a, a spell uh, unique to druids uh, it lasts 10 christian minutes yeah and every time my turn comes around i get to be like hey that lightning here it comes again here it comes again i'm, I'm feeling fine um on the outside but on the inside the where the place i belonged only wanted me to kill for the pleasure of dead things. But now I'm in a band. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do in a band. He wanted a little corner of the world that was quiet and stress-free. A little corner of the world that was just a place where people could be and not worry. Sprinkles, the homunculus, shows up. Uh, You turn to look at her, uh, and she is narrowing her eyes at you, Juniper. Uh, as the one she knows best. In fact, she has not met uh, Piccolo and Korvok. So, with her eyes kept on you, she begins looking through her deck of cards, uh, kind of casually, one at a time, until she finds the one she's looking for. Uh, and she shows it to you, and the name on the card is 10,000 Goblins. Uh, the art only shows about a dozen, because that's all that can fit on a trading card, but it clearly represents an unbelievable horde of goblins, uh, and she strikes the card through her hollow runner and begins summoning goblins armed with knives and sharp sticks and all manner of bloody implements. I saw a spark against the dark and we erupt but it's a slow burn we take our chance and start to dance can see enough to know to turn around the sound of a bonfire carries over fences titillates our senses but we don't need the heat a chill wind is pushing you into me and it's looking like we might be burning might be burning might be burning down but we're a bonfire we keep putting in we keep putting in funeral strippers 
What Are They? In 2017, 50 pole dancers performed in the funeral procession of former council city speaker of a city in southern Taiwan. I don't want to say their name because I don't know how to say it uh, correctly and I don't want to be rude. But why are they there? It's so that more people will come to your funeral and then it appeases the wandering spirits and you get a better send off to the afterlife. You're welcome. Look, here's the thing. Look, if ghosts are real and I get put put in the ground, my, my casket's lowered, and I start floating up out of the grave and I see just some titties in the crowd, you know what? That is going to make the transition to the next life a little easier. If like, hey, look, I am dead. That is kind of a bummer. There's some titties, though. <laughs> Okay, like uh, I don't know, like I feel like um uh like what well, I like I disagree about like um like that would make me feel better as a ghost because like if I if, like I like you know like I, I ascend out of my body out of the ground and I'm like on my way out and then I see there's like a bunch of strippers I'd be like no I I why didn't I get the strippers while I was alive uh I wish I had gotten like strippers while I was alive but I was too shy and then I would just become and then I would become a vengeful ghost. That's why you've got to get funeral strippers for all your friends so that you can enjoy them while you're alive, and then they can enjoy yours when you're dead. Yeah. I can't. I'm too shy. Okay, well, I'm going to assume that if you are somebody who has strippers at your funeral, you're already somebody who has established in life that you like strippers. No one's going to go to your funeral and be like, oh, I don't even know if you like strippers, and then like take the gamble and see if you would want it. Because they'll be like, "Oh, it'll make his, it'll, it'll make the spirits happy, and um, uh, it'll make more people show up." Well, why don't you just go to the strip club and see if you like it? I'm too shy. Okay, well then buy a cam girl. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 I'm putting it out there now on the record. When I die, if anyone wants to get like funeral strippers, you, you've, you've got my blessing. In sixty years, I'm gonna show up, and your wife is gonna be grieving, and I'm gonna be like, "I'm here." 60 years ago today I think she would see the fun in it I think she would see the joy And I, I think she'd be on board You're gonna have to tell her this before you die So I don't show up and get in trouble <laughs> She didn't tell you? Laura didn't tell you about the funeral strippers I'm already here with strippers She's yelling at me You have recorded evidence you can point at and go Look, Laura gave me permission for funeral strippers Are there any other strippers I don't know about? Are there barbecue strippers? Strip, stripper types? Yeah, like, because earlier, before the recording, you used the phrase funeral stripper, and I was like, oh, you mean to hire a stripper for a funeral? You're like, no, it's a specific cultural practice, the funeral stripper. And now I'm just wondering if there's a bunch of, uh, you know, stripping types I've, I've been unaware of. Are there karaoke strippers? Are there uh, bar mitzvah strippers? Are there... I mean, I, don't... I mean, there are clearly, like, from my experience, there are video game preview events strippers that is a thing that used to happen not so much anymore yeah i went to e3 15 years yeah, ago i remember i went to a saints row event that was deeply uncomfortable <laughs> but if i if there are sat prep strippers i really wish i had known is all i'm saying i'm i'm suddenly realizing that every time i published a book i could have got book publishing strippers <laughs> Oh my god! Now like you very, have to make a new book now. That's a stripperable event. You absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're all trying to take away <laughs> the focus from where it should really be, which is that today we're joined by Babushka Sam. Uh, my, oh yeah. My, my Nona from the old country. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so I... 
Look, my my my, my headphones. I, I had to use the headphones that like bleed like bleed a lot of sound, and so I uh, wrapped my head in a uh, tablecloth. And I think I look. I think I'm just gonna keep this up as like my look now. Look, it. I I think the look works, but I will every time I see you assume that you're about to like very very desperately ask me to buy some turnips. <laughs> <laughs> you look like somebody who's wearing the guest best gear possible without any like semblance of fashion. Yeah. You're just min-maxing your stats. I mean, that is literally what I'm doing right now. I am literally min-maxing fashion right now. All right. So last we left the adventure, uh, Punished Juniper, which is how I've started to think of this character, uh, with the one one foot uh, calling lightning down from the sky, uh, scared off the largest land predator in recorded history. Uh, but you did draw a lot of attention to the group. And so we left off with Sprinkles the homunculus uh, landing on your, uh, on your vehicle. And uh, you all looked at her and said uh, something to the effect of like, oh, no, what do we do now? Uh, so we, we, we rejoin right there. Uh, you're all, uh, by the lake in this new biome. I was all like, oh, brother. <laughs> oh yeah. Isn't it, isn't it that they're, um, they're, they're now on, on team, um, on team Batman. Rocket. Oh, right. Uh, so out of character, we know that, uh, yeah, Vimble went to Sprinkles and said, oh, these, these people have, t- uh, kidnapped Dio or they've turned evil and, and that, that is like, uh, out of character knowledge. In character, we're gonna need to roll insight for that. But, uh, to set the scene, uh, this new biome you're in is like, uh, a misty highland. It's like a lot of hills. You found a small lake. It seems really pleasant and nice. And you've uh, found a number of extinct plants and animals so far, um, Piccolo, your branches are full of dodos. <laughs> that was something that happened last time. I plan on harvesting their poop. Yeah, because you're you're like that. Um, but that that mm-hmm. is that is the backdrop as uh, Sprinkles goes through her deck of hollow deck cards, her her magic playing cards, and she uh, shows you one of the cards, which is called Ten Thousand Goblins. Uh, there's only enough room in the art for like a dozen goblins, uh, but it's it's meant to represent them, and she swipes it on the uh, the hollow runner, the metal contraption on our arm, and summons about a dozen goblins armed with like little knives and little pitchforks all around you. And they're like, because they're yelling at you in goblinish. Hey, what's up? I'm a tree and I'm full of birds. What's up? <laughs> what's up? I'm a tree. <laughs> That's going to be you your catchphrase. Poop? Do you poop? Oh. oh my God. Do you poop? Go back to uh, what's up? I'm a tree, please. Let that be your catchphrase. Not do you got any poop? That can't <laughs> well, be I'm it. I'm just wondering. Like, okay, it does make sense for my character, but I, I want it. Well, I now that it's in my head. <laughs> this is censorship. The woke mob has gone too far. <laughs> you can't even ask people if they poop anymore. Fucking woke college campuses. My name's Piccolo. I've recently gone poopitarian, but you know, I might cheat a little and eat a bird or two. <laughs> hey, hey, before we fight all these goblins, do you mind telling us why we're fighting all these goblins? What have you been told? What is going on? What is happening? Why do we have to fight you on top of everyone else we have to fight? Yeah, I'm pretty new here. It seems like everybody's mad all the time. Um, I think what... what uh... What Sprinkles does at this juncture is um, just trace the word D-O into the dirt. Just the short D-I-O. It's the closest way. 
and like gesture around as if to say, where's Dio? What have you done with Dio? Uh, we got separated from, from Dio during a, um, a series of caves that were designed to fuck with us and have yet to be able to recombine as a party. Um, roll persuasion. This is just going to be a straight D20. 18! Very good. Yeah, uh, I think it's especially uh, useful coming from you, Juniper, as you uh, previously put your life on the line for Sprinkles, uh, jumping in the way of a lightning bolt. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone was going to be the one that convinces Sprinkles, it would be you. Um, she's looking around. She doesn't know Piccolo or Korvok. So uh, as far as she you know knows, those are like your minions or whatever. Look, that mountain... Uh, that series of tunnels, it was rough. Um, you might notice I'm missing a foot. Um, I got kidnapped through a wall shortly after the last time we saw Dio. Um, it was rough in there. I genuinely, genuinely wish I could help. We just wanted to get out of a place that was pretty bad. When you say you genuinely want to help, Sprinkles, um... Uh, puts the deck of cards away. There's still like goblins all around you, but they are kind of idling. They're do they're doing their uh their uh idle animations in a video game sense, like standing around uh, in place, kind of just uh, moving a little bit. I pick one up to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you just pick up one of the uh, goblins and it t poses immediately. No, oh my uh, god, I'm flipping it around looking at it. Like, <laughs> what is this? What is it? <laughs> is it alive? I lick one. Well, I don't know what a tree... I put one in my tree mouth. <laughs> no, actually, I taste with my feet. I put it on my foot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Juniper's going to respond with, where, where did you get the idea that... Like, do you do you know something about Dio? Is Dio okay? Like, are you... What, what, what... What's up? Um... So as Sprinkles puts the cards away, uh, as in response to your question, um, she throws her like little cape around herself, uh, imitating Vimble's, uh, you know, Dark Justice persona, maybe uh. using her hands to uh, mimic a domino mask the way yeah. he might wear in his Dark Justice persona. Oh, oh, Vimble. What? Okay. Has Vimble been telling you shit? We, mm. did, Vimble, did Vimble make you uh, drink pee? <laughs> She she shakes her head and uh, regards you with a strange look. It can happen to the best of us. He's very wily and he's a, he's a trickster. We parted ways with Vimble, who was um a little bit of a liability and a a lot obsessed with um creating like a a capitalism utopia up here in the new world and was making everyone we met want us dead and the hope was that by not traveling with Vimble fewer people would come and attack us clearly that did not work i i was vimble's uh, uh, uh sidekick i uh you know or well yeah yeah actually like korvok actually is like the like similar experience as sprinkles here where yeah um I I was once his uh, uh his sidekick and I built uh and I built um um a scorpion there to uh to be um uh our like uh justice mobile and he uh he left me but I've 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 come to learn that um his friends are 
I mean, I don't know. They, they, they also seem like they like get get into like a lot of like fights. I, I'm I, I don't know. I, it, it, this whole thing seems like not ideal. But like I'm get I, I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I, I'm I'm just trying to like like I'm. I think that if we all work together, we can uh, uh, get to the end of the world and be able to get something that'll make it so I can like quit my job and just sort of like hang out. So I think that that's and I, I and, and I, I believe in I believe in uh, pants for pets for that. I just joined this band. Uh, this big red guy invited me, and then he died saving my freedom. And now I wear his head on my head. I just, it feels right. Like, he seemed like he wanted to do something. And then I got in the way. But anyway, he's dead. And also this lady named Zana. I don't like her. So do you poop? Holy Christ. <laughs> uh, so as you're all saying this, you're explaining your case, introducing yourself. Uh, Sprinkles is pulling items one after another out of her bag of holding that she keeps on herself. Uh, and then she begins putting these items on the deck of Scorpion. Uh, there is a, a little container of clay. Uh, there's a little vial of ash. There is a root from some kind of plant. Uh, and then there is a jewel-encrusted dagger. And she lines these four items up on the deck of the ship and then looks to you all. Can I touch these? Can I touch these? Uh C can I insight before we touch these as to as to whether we should touch these? If you're a good person, you only get bad rolls and don't Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, twenty. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen and twenty. The group succeeds. Uh, I think uh, Korbach with your fifteen, you're like, oh, these are uh the components for a ritual, so that you know that immediately they shouldn't be unsafe to touch. But with the twenty, uh, Juniper, you know what kind of ritual? Because uh, last you spoke. With Sprinkles, she told you about her situation, that her creator and her were linked, that they knew everything oh, the other knew. Yes. And uh, this was, uh, you know, we talked in some depth about uh, what, what kind of slavery <laughs> that, that yeah. would. And that at some point there might be an opportunity to do something about it and we might be informed if such an opportunity arose. Absolutely, and that's where she's been off gathering up the components for this for this spell. Uh, but she needs your help, apparently. Uh, you got the twenty here, uh, and you see a dagger, uh, and you know, in the context of magic, that usually means blood. Okay. Blood. Does this need blood from one of us? Uh, it appears that that appears to be the case. Okay. How 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 much? Uh, you, you can use your hands. A small amount, large amount. How how big should I be moving my arms apart to <laughs> symbolize how much of my blood you would need? When you when you say that, you just jump to like how much blood do you need? Uh, sprinkles like her face lights up. She's like, oh, she, like I'm not even gonna have to convince you. Oh, sick. <laughs> like she's like, um, mm -hmm. oh, um, while 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 you're doing that, Corvax uh, gonna like uh like uh touch his nose and go not it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I lost I, I had a whole foot chopped off like what two three hours ago like pretty recently if it's not that much blood I'm pretty chill do I have blood sap I mean I have the meat does the meat have blood Piccolo you do not have blood for the spell the purposes of the spell you could argue that sap is like the blood equivalent but magic is a very uh esoteric specific uh type of practice that uh doesn't really enjoy these kind of loopholes 
Okay, so just a, a question for just so I can know. There's sap running through my meat? I believe, yes, there is sap inside of Piccolo. Oh my god, my meat must be delicious. Here is where Juniper's coming, coming from. Um, Sprinkles is basically the first person in this entire adventure who, when Juniper has gone, please stop trying to attack us and listen for like two seconds while I tell you the very reasonable explanation of what's happening so we can de-escalate this. Sprinkles here might be the first person who has actually stopped and listened. <laughs> Somewhere Red and Gale are like, I don't know, we were pretty reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, no, they, they never got angry at us and had to be talked down. They stayed chill throughout. This is the first time someone's been told, hey, go fucking murder them with very little evidence that, like, you know, has jumped to wild conclusions and bad assumptions and has been talked downable. So yeah, I'm a little rabbit, but as long as it's not that much blood you need, yeah. Um, to answer your question, Sprinkles uh, gestures to the like the vials that the uh, Ash and Clay are in, uh, and they are not overly large. They are just like your, uh, you know, the little test tubes like you would put in a a jiggler. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better term for that in a science lab. There's like you put all the little test tubes in the thing and it jiggles them. The little centrifuge tubes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it doesn't seem like that much blood. Um, but she she like looks like she's trying to communicate to you. Uh, like she's just like, oh, just a little bit of blood. And then she like makes a uh, hand gesture as if to say like, uh, like there's more though. Yeah, like the, the impression I, I get and like let let me know if I'm right, like up up the right tree on this, but I'm assuming it's not like the amount of blood. Fine, this is probably going to be a thing where like I am now, in some way, magically linked into this whole situation, and it's gonna um there's gonna be some shit come my way probably, right? Is Damn. that what? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna make you roll for that, but Laura's on a big brain today. Yeah. You're you're sitting in your brain like a throne. Like I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming it's not like, hey, you're swapping servitude from the from from them to me because that wouldn't get you out of the servitude thing. But like, I'm guessing whatever this is paints a target on me. And I mean, look, I've got I've got so many targets on me already. What do I care if I get another? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, Laura, Laura's basically right. There's go there is a consequence beyond the little bit of physical blood you're giving up. Um, that's the kind of the, the thing about sprinkles is she is not able to specifically articulate it. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise on you. Um, but you don't think she 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 likes you in ways she's not like walking you into uh, you know the guillotine or anything. You're not going to drop dead. I think at this point, Juniper's just very like, look, no matter what I do, there are going to be consequences and bad stuff's going to happen all around me. Much like much like how Juniper would say yes to more parts of like circulatory systems and things, because fuck it at this point, why not? Um, Seems like uh, they're going to just make a homunculus for you or something. Well, whatever the consequence, Juniper's in. It might be a cool thing. You might get a little dude. Yeah. Look, I, I have I have like a whole death thing living inside me. I got I got I got death death body parts in me. Fuck it, let's let's do this. Whatever whatever's coming my way, I've got cool death magic to keep myself safe if I must. What if it's a cool little death baby, like a little skull baby that screams like a baby, but it's a nightmare monster. 
Juniper is assuming it's going to be bad, and that's fine. Everything up here has been and will be for a while. It's all good. Uh, so there, there are two little vials, one with clay and one with ash. Do you use the dagger to uh, fill them with your blood, Juniper? And uh, that I, that I do. Yeah. And Juniper only. <laughs> Can I put a flower in just for fun? <laughs> <laughs> so you fill up these uh, little vials with your blood juniper. Uh, all of them go back on the deck. Sprinkles draws a sigil on the uh, deck of Scorpion with the dagger, um, and you know begins start casting the spell. Um, this is your last chance to uh, you know back out or do anything else here before I tell you what happens. No, no back, no back, no backing out now. All right, let's do this. Uh, as the magic spell begins. Uh, all these components light up, um, and uh, they, you know, all are connected by ribbons of magic. You see that the the clay, the ash, and the root are all consumed by the spell. They like burst and burn up. Uh, whatever this is, this is a this is a costly spell. The, the dagger is encrusted with like jewels that all line uh, all light up, and that looks like a very expensive item too. So it took her a while to gather all this stuff. Um, it, this is not something to do lightly. Um, and then the magic connects uh, with you. It's your blood. <laughs> so everyone, you see the, the, these things uh, like, like circuits all linked up with magic. And then it jumps to Juniper, uh, who also begins to like glow and, and float above Scorpion. Cool. Uh, wish, wish me luck, everyone. I'm hoping this is cool powers <laughs> and not anything too much worse than <laughs> Just keep a positive attitude. I'm sure it's going to go great. <laughs> Sprinkles gives you a little thumbs up with her little pug paw. This, this feels like the kind of thing that like might be my superhero origin story. So like, hey, you'll get to say you were here for whatever this is. I put one of my tree hands down for Sprinkles if they want to get in my hand so they can have a better view. But if they don't want to, they don't have to. I'm using Chihuahua rules. <laughs> I'm sorry, what are Chihuahua rules? Is that, can you buy it? People don't respect Chihuahua's space, so Chihuahuas seem to be aggressive and mean, but really, you just have to respect their space and they'll be nice and sweet. So you gotta let them choose if they wanna come to you. Are there Chihuahua referees for these Chihuahua rules? I feel like this is very applicable Well, yeah, the season. Chihuahuas themselves, yeah. <laughs> when they get all nasty and bite you, they, they're biting you because they're small and people don't respect that they're so small. So you gotta be nice to little things. I love the idea of them all being in like little zebra uniforms and be like, a five yard penalty, invading my personal space, redo second down. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I guess. Bite. It... <laughs> uh, yeah. So does Sprinkles want to get in my hand? Uh, Juniper, you're floating up off the ground. You're connected to all these components. They all burst into light and disappear as they are consumed. Uh, the dagger clatters down to the deck. Um, and as you are slowly lowering back down, the spell seems to be completed, uh, your vision swims and you lose consciousness. For you, it's just like blackout, like you've, you've fallen asleep or you know, you've been tranquilized uh, from your perspective. Everyone else, you see Juniper lower down onto the deck and when she looks at you, uh, her eyes glow blood red. You look really badass, Juniper. You're doing great. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no yeah. Of course, like, like, um, I'm starting to regret uh, saying not it because, like, 
yeah, that looks sick. And so, like, we're all just Oh, if only I were, I were awake to know how sick I look. <laughs> okay, that's pretty awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't give any blood. Sorry I didn't have any blood. Uh, Juniper's body is, like, glowing with magic. Her eyes are red and, and glowing. Uh, clearly some kind of uh, powerful uh, force is inside of her. Um, and oh. she opens her mouth. suddenly... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I think I'm realizing where this is going. Has, has the being that Sprinkles is bound to been put in my body briefly? Uh, well, uh, the voice that comes out of Juniper certainly seems to give evidence that that is the case. Uh, because Juniper's mouth opens, and instead of Laura's pleasant voice, you hear someone say, Come on, man, I was sleeping. Oh, sorry to wake you up. This was, is that what they teach kids these days? Just back in my day, you go down to the malt shop and two guys in a bike chain, and it says no one treated you that way. This is just it's just different times, I guess. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't know what's happening, but my name's Piccolo. This here is Korvac, and you're possessing my friend Juniper. And we got a little dude here named Sprinkles. What's up? Well, listen, fat. Names are for friends. We're not friends, are we? I don't know. Are we? I mean, I'm, I, I, I thought, like, we're in a band together. I thought we were friends. Yeah, you're in the body of our bandmate, so by default, you have to obey the band's rules of friendship. <laughs> you are officially our friend. If you're in, I'm just making up rules, but it seems well, right. Juniper, I'm sorry I didn't, I didn't put, uh, put the blood in, but, like, we're, we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> are you Juniper? Wait, who is this? Who are we talking to? Hello? Korvok 100% does not get that this is someone different than Juniper. Yeah. At this point, in the background, uh, you see Sprinkles, like, flying around uh, happily, flitting uh, from, like, the mast of the, the ship or whatever uh, to, to the top of Piccolo's uh, highest branch and then swirling through the air and so forth in celebration. She's free and she's loving it. Uh, it, it rocks to be Sprinkles right now, uh, but she is not really paying attention. Now that Sprinkles is free, can they talk, or is that... No, homunculi simply do not have the, the, the organs necessary to speak. They don't have vocal cords. Do they have the... But they can write. They don't have the guts okay. to speak. <laughs> um, the, the thing in Juniper's body with the glowing red eyes says, you can call me Kashim, man. That's that's my handle. That's what all my friends call me, or they used to back in the day. It's been a long time. You know the day? I believe it was a Sunday. Me and my best gal going out for a cherry. It's you know, fact it was different then. You didn't nobody really, you know, they didn't talk like they do these days with all the oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, sh- oh, you know what? That's crazy. I'm a cherry tree. So like if we hang out, I could, you know, make a cherry in a little bit after these flowers get fertilized. This person had a, this person was keeping someone as a as a magical slave. <laughs> oh I, I don't think Juniper would hey. do that. <laughs> so, quick, quick question. Uh Sprinkles here seems to be super excited and liberated right now. Yeah, what's up with that? What's that what's that about? What's going on? Oh that's my sprinkles. Yeah, I made her back in oh aught seven. That was a good year. Uh, you should you should come down sometime to see the. Anyway, don't worry about that. It was just Ooh, your sprinkles. You come down to aught seven. What do you mean by your sprinkles? Is that is that is that a time or a place? 
you know, me and the me and the boys back in the day, you get a little clay, you get, you know, you get overserved a little bit at the local tavern. You make a little homuncula. It's it's good fun. You know, it's just we were just playing back in those days. It was not no big deal. Just make a little guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but is there a way for me to pick up Juniper by the neck without actually hurting <laughs> Juniper? But I mean, you, threatening the just based on the sizes, I think you can role play just having picked her up. Yeah, you don't need to. I'm just gonna pick. Okay, don't take this personally, Laura. This is at the creature <laughs> oh, inside I know, I know. you. Okay, <laughs> I pick up Juniper by the neck, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" You saying that uh, you created something just to own it? Yeah, man. We all create a lot of things. I create things. You're creating things. We're all creating things. Sprinkles creating things. Yo, Sprinkles. So, uh, do you like this thing that's inside Juniper? Um, oh, that's a great question. I mean, Sprinkles doesn't uh, immediately shake her head yes or no. It's uh, pretty complicated because they kind of shared a mind. So, for a, a, a lot of who this person is, Kushim, K-U-S-H-I-M, is also Sprinkles. So it's like, you know, you do want your own freedom, but also uh, how different are you from a person who has the same mind as you? Are they are they free now or are they not? Yeah, Sprinkles is good. Wait, so, so wait, this whole time, this whole time is like Sprinkles like talked like Joe Biden, actually, like, like if Sprinkles could talk, Sprinkles would be talking like Joe Biden this whole time. That's the reveal. Yeah, Sprinkles' internal monologue is 100% Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't like Sprinkles as much anymore. <laughs> She'll develop her own voice now that she's free. Seems to me like maybe Sprinkles was some sort of bound servant to you. Is this is this true? I mean, come on, man. You don't got to say it like that. I mean, listen, you think you know Sprinkles. She's developing her own wants and needs. But, you know, who's to say what's good and bad? I you know she what she wants. I, I hear, you know, I know. It's my brain. I was thinking about it and I was dreaming about it. She wants to go to the edge of the world, create a place for, you know, artificial people. No air, no water. Good luck breathing that sunshine. You and you, you you're gonna go. You're gonna go, and you're gonna you're gonna suck void. You're gonna breathe the nothing, and it's just all the the homunculi and the the golem and the new the new ones. They're all gonna they're gonna laugh at you, man. Maybe I don't need to be laughed at at a place that's not made for me, man. I don't know. Well, how do I choke them without juniper? <laughs> that's the question. As um as. <laughs> The, as Kashim explains uh, what Sprinkles wants out of the race, you see Ray perk up and be in the background. Is like, oh, for us, a place for us. Oh, interesting. Uh, and starts like uh, walking over to Sprinkles. Well, I I will note that people who don't need air and water, for example, can exist in places that have air and water. It's not like either of those is like harmful to them and. They need a place without them. It's almost like maybe we could have a place for everybody to rest and recover here. Yeah. But everyone's so divided. If only I could force everyone to do what I want and then they would know what's best for them. Uh Uh-huh. And then we could all live in peace under my rule. No. Um, <laughs> is that Mari? Like who? That was just me. Caught on talking. a hot mic. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Piccolo the character. Um. I. I. How do I? Um. How do we? Uh. How do we help you out here? 
uh, Sprinkles uh, lands in one of your branches again, uh, Piccolo, and just uh, starts petting a dodo and uh, just, uh, you know, just smiling happily. Um, and then after a moment, uh, Ray pipes in and says, uh, I think she's good. I think uh, she's just going to win the race now. So you all helped her. Wow. What ha- Heroic. Dio would be proud. I, mean, I feel... I feel like the lingering question is how how do you get this person back out of my body? How do how do I come back? Hey, hey, Sprinkles, how do we get the slave owner out of our friend's body, who we've now bound to us through friendship? But we could kill them still. Uh, Sprinkles um, looks through the cards in her deck, slides one through the Hollow Runner, and a uh, a person appears, like a human being wearing a big uh, cap with a fuzzy ball on the end of it. Um, and they are on the ground, they have a pillow, and they have a blanket, and they are yawning away. Um, and uh, this person, uh, the Brave Sleeper, is the name of the card, uh, indicates to you that when uh, Kushim goes back to sleep, uh, Juniper will have her body back. Can I knock Kushim unconscious? You can certainly try. Oh, but that's going to hurt Juniper. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to tell Kashim the most boring story I know. Kashim, I'm going to tell you how I was born. At the beginning of things, I was but a seed. And then over a series of hours, I absorbed moisture from the soil around me. All right, roll performance. And that happened, I rehydrated, which then in turn caused me to create a stem and a branch. Simultaneously, while I got nutrients from the soil, I also converted air, mostly carbon dioxide, into solid matter. As I oh, roll performance. I thought you were saying I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen. All right, yeah, that's that's really good. This uh, starts to work. Kushim uh, starts sounding very sleepy. He's like. <sighs> You know, man, I've my sprinkles have been all around looking at stuff. I don't think that story's true. I think you were created by a god as a full grown tree, but whatever, man, it's not my problem. You probably shouldn't have said that, but um It's not your place to tell me where my origins come from and like try to not choke them. Corvox like, wait, 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 get back to the story. Then what happened? <laughs> okay, so then I breached the soil and then I felt the sugary taste of the sun on me for the first time. And then that day I grew one-tenth of a centimeter. And then the next day I grew two-tenths of a serious? centimeter. The third day, you're not going to believe four-tenths of a centimeter. It's nuts. You start hearing uh, uh, just a, a terrible snoring noise coming out of Juniper, like a megaphone, uh, and then the red light goes out of her eyes, and Juniper's, uh, you just snap back into consciousness, uh, you know, like immediately, like not a waking up pro- process. You're- so, so anyway, that's why I'm a virgin, because cherry trees are either all male or all female, and I'm just by myself. I'm hoping to find... Any other tree, really, that has flowers. Maybe you can rub flowers together. Uh, hey, oh, hi. Hey, hey Hello. it's me. Hi. Hey. Um. Okay, okay. Two. One of two questions. Either how cool are my superpowers now, or how bad did everything get while I was gone? Good news. We've liberated Sprinkles. Bad news. <laughs> you were inhabited by a slave owner. Ugh. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. You're gone? 
If your throat feels sore, I tried my best. I'm going to put you back down. Yeah, are you still holding Juniper as she comes back into consciousness? Yeah, by the throat. Hi. Just going to put Juniper down real gently. Um... Can I get any sense of if there are any lasting effects of what's just happened to me? Uh, I think medicine? Yeah, medicine is what I want. Uh, 13. Uh, 13. Uh, you succeed, Juniper. You, you think there are no long-term bad effects of this. It just seems like there's just going to be a guy who's going to talk sometimes. Um, well, you basically... Oh. Yeah, whatever... Oh, um, this is not a one-off, huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> you have some kind of connection to this this person. I want to say uh, that you know w- the way you understand homunculi. We've talked about them before. Is usually the homunculus knows everything their creator knows, but you don't feel like you know anything additionally. Um, but and so that's a mystery. That's something we can talk about, roll about, discover together. But r- okay. So so this isn't. I am now the homunculus. I'm now everything. Everything is one to one mirrored with them necessarily. It seems like the 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 connection was transferred from sprinkles to you, but you are are not a, 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 a basically clay given uh, a little bit of like the spark of life. You're like a fully uh, ensouled person, uh, which in the D and D universe matters. Um, okay. Within eighteen, I think can Corvo- I think Corvox going to discover that uh, uh, Jun- that wasn't Juniper talking; that was someone else. <laughs> So, so like ob- obvious questions. Is there any like Juniper? Is Jun- there any you? That wasn't you this whole time. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, God. If this is going to be a recurring thing, is there any way to know when this is going to happen again, or is this just like I might sneeze and suddenly be someone else? Is this forever? What have I? What have I signed up for? I think that's a great question. Maybe you should uh, compile some questions for your party members to ask Kashim next time he comes back. Well, see, I I hope that will be sufficient. My concern is that it's a one-way connection and that I don't know everything Kashim knows because Kashim knows everything I know and Kashim's going to be able to answer my questions as if they're me. That's my concern. Juniper, as your bandmate and best friend, where I don't know what that means... Is it okay if I just choke you out every time they show up? Uh, if if it's definitely them, sure. Um, I'm really hoping. Um, I'm going to assume that this the events have been described to me. Um, I'm really hoping the red eyes glowing thing happens every time because that'd be a real easy, nice giveaway. Wait. So, yeah. Like, I mean, that was going to be my question. Are, are you? sure that your eyes just don't glow red ever. Have they ever glowed before? Not ever to my knowledge. Like, is there any, yeah, like, like any, yeah, I guess, like, we, we should try and think if there's, like, any, like, tell, like investigating telltale signs. Um, do you normally talk about, like, back, in, like, being back in the day and creating a homunculus? Because that didn't seem, that seems strange, but I don't know you that way. Yeah, long. um, I've never... I've never knowingly had uh, talked about that before. I think we should have a secret word where we ask you a question, and if you don't answer the question correctly, we choke you out. 
I agree, but also, even if I answer it correctly, it might still be them. I don't know the rules of this, so... If you, if you, if you, like, if we aren't sure if it's you and you say, come on, man, that'll confirm that it's you. Just, look, just look out for the glowing red eyes and choke me out if you need to. Okay, but what if you're behind a door and we're trying to open the door and we don't know (laughs) that you're actually somebody else? Yeah. Uh. Oh, boy. I don't know. Uh... (laughs) Okay, fine. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing to ask me about. Everyone, ever, I'm 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 a I'm a rabbit person. Everyone assumes I love carrots. Can't stand the things. Ask me if I like carrots. If I say yes, clearly not me. Okay. Do you like carrots? No. <gasps> it's juniper. We're safe. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I'm hoping I've never in the past said that juniper likes carrots. I don't think I have. The other way that scene ends is Piccolo just choking you unconscious because they misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. After you all have this extremely uh, necessary conversation, uh, Race pipes up and says, Hey, um, I'm going to go with Sprinkles. We're going to win the race, and then we're going to make a place that uh, doesn't have any air in it, and it doesn't have any food in it, and so that you'll uh, leave people like Sprinkles alone. Not you specifically, you know, like the, the the red eye guy. I don't agree, but I understand. Bye. Cool, cool, cool. I appre- I, appre- I appreciate having helped, and the, the 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 first response is cool. We're gonna go make a make a place where you won't. Well, you'll leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> we get it, but also we wish we could be involved. But bye. I'm glad to have at least one ally now, ish. I don't know. Like, Korvok's, like, kind of, like, on board. It was like, like, no air does mean no job for him. Like, he, doesn't have to, he doesn't have to work as a gardener. I mean, that is literally their line of thought, but for them, j- job is in big quotation marks. Yeah. I mean, J- Juniper, Juniper's just kind of exhausted. I don't think she'd anticipated quite such a quick turnaround from, cool, thank you for freeing me from slavery. Anyway, I'm going to go make a corner of the world where there's literally no air. <laughs> Wait, does Korvok need air? Yes. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, I think uh, Sprinkles does, uh, you know, flap over to you, Juniper, and, like, hug your shin um, and, like, smile up at you. And it's like, oh, thank you. Like, um, you know, genuinely, she doesn't say that. It's so the facial expression yeah. I'm describing. Uh, and then, you know, this is more of a friendly competition for her when it comes to you. She's not going to attempt to murder you in cold blood now. I would like to point out that there was a necessary conversation about having a co-word because I know for a fact that you would have us in a situation where we cannot see Juniper's eyes mm. and we have to figure out who is in her body. Yeah. Wow, that sounds that sounds cool. It sounds like you should let that happen. That's a great scenario. No. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but now we'll know that like if, if Juniper says, come on, man, then it's Juniper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Juniper is going to put a hand on sprinkles and just say, Thank you for being the first person here to listen and back down when calmly explained to. I will never forget this act of kindness. I feel like that's not so much an act of kindness as much as a con that you fell for. I mean, I I disagree. I think Juniper is just thankful that someone isn't going, no, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. I'm coming up slowly behind Sprinkles, trying to put a flower on top of their head like it's a hat. 
I, I feel like literally any other character we've met this season, if they'd rocked up and needed some of Juniper's blood, they'd have just, like, beat her down and taken it. <laughs> Can I roll stealth just to make it so I get the hat on, on Sprinkle's head? That sounds like sleight of hand. 29. I had crit! It's a crit! Oh my Let god. Let me have... <laughs> yeah. I, I know, you can get a whole flower crown on the sprinkles with a crit. Yeah, yeah. I put a whole flower crown on Sprinkle's head. Uh, in I fact, don't even know what's because you crit and I don't have anything meaningful to give you, do you want to uh, have one of the dodos become your Aluda? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I've become even more dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I've synced with the dodo and it's syncing with nothing. Uh, <laughs> so you you like reach out with the flower crown and put it on sprinkles and a dodo like walks down your arm and like helps you reach the extra bit by picking the crown out of your hand with its beak and reaching the, the last couple of inches and like drops it on and you're like bonded in this profoundly uh, goofy activity. Oh, this dodo's also extreme. Like this dodo's the most sneaky dodo. Uh. Like, they also can be uh. not seen at any time. Absolutely. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, be- before before you head off, um, after you know the nice thing we did, can you like summon us us anything that will help us in in the race? You know, little little favor for us. Sportsmanship. Yeah, I, yeah, she can. Um, I'm curious of. Uh, I think at a certain range it'll disappear, but you can have like a temporary uh, thing. What, what, what do you like? She like nods um, and like starts looking through her cards. Oh, what do we want? Hmm. Off the top of my head, I'll say if it's a if it's a Yu-Gi-Oh or a magic reference, it's going to be more powerful than if it's just something uh, oh, <laughs> un- oh. unrelated. Oh goodness, I need. Okay, what a, what a good iconic Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Uh, as long as it's not Pot of Greed, that's too powerful. It lets you do two cards from your deck. <gasps> oh, fuck. Blue Eyes White Dragon, that's all I know. Um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, Emrakul the Promised End. Uh-huh, yeah, who wouldn't love Emrakul? <laughs> uh, that would be sick. I, I just think, I, I just think it's only fair after what happened that we get, um, an eldritch, um, uh, like, abomination from, like, the, like, um, uh, uh, fuck, what, what are they called? Uh, the Blind Eternities? Yeah, Blind Eternities. I just I watched that Rhystic Studies videos the other day. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that we should just be able to get an extra dimensional Elder Tour. I, mean, I was I was going to suggest something like a Blue Eyes or like Slife of the Sky Dragon or something in that vein, like big, big Yu-Gi-Oh dragon that like, even if just briefly, we can we can have our cart placed on the back of and sort of fly part of the journey quick as the crow flies. There's also Blade Rabbit, uh, Wind Up Rabbit, Fluffle Rabbit, uh, Rescue Ferret. Are you just looking at, at rabbit themed Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Because that is a great idea. I don't know. I don't know how I can argue Rescue Rabbit being as helpful as like a big cool dragon. I'm just saying. I feel like this would be helpful. <laughs> Sam is really pushing you for Emrakul. Uh, but... <laughs> oh my god, why is it so big? Little little does Sam know is that there's a silver moon coming up which kills em- Emrakul instantly. Sam, uh, oh shit. Sam, I can't Sam, I can't deny that actually would be really helpful, Austin. Austin, that thing that kills this instantly doesn't exist yet, so maybe there maybe the magic <laughs> thing. I will say um as far as usefulness I don't know um what I can give you besides like um go fast 
Yeah, go fast. If it's like if it's an item or something, I think that's something you can keep on yourself for a while, as opposed to this. Um, oh, oh. How about rescue rabbit? It jumps out of her soul to protect her right before she gets killed. I don't know. I just made it up. Un- unless I'm trying to think of any reference, like any Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic: The Gathering reference that would work for like some kind of magical item that could be used to cast haste every now and then to keep speeding us up on a somewhat ongoing basis. Epic proportions. We could make the our pulling steeds even bigger, which make them go faster. Okay, Austin, There's... can we get some kind of item that lets us like speed up our mount so that we can catch up in the race a bit? But it looks like the Millennium Rod from Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm looking at the... <laughs> it's so funny that you say the Millennium Rod, giving the themes of this episode. Abilities. This item's unique ability grants the holder the power to control minds by turning in, turning people into slaves. I mean, oh, look, I'm not saying it should do the same, but it is a little serendipitous of a reference, but it just makes people go fast now. It's Rod, but you choose to only use it to suggest that maybe they should go faster. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Magic Rod, I can use to tell horse to go fast. So suggestions on the table are Emrakul, which is like the biggest, strongest Magic the Gathering creature, which is just essentially a Lovecraftian spaghetti monster. Uh, the Millennium Rod from Yu-Gi-Oh, which is like a mind control device. Uh, we also discussed, uh, you know, the blue eyes, white dragon. Uh, here is my rescue rabbit, uh, rescue rabbit, uh, animals and so forth. Uh, here's, uh, my compromise on this. What if it is a kind of reflavored rod? Cause we don't want to use the exact IP. No, no, no. I was, I was giving a vague reference so you'd make it stronger for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we're playing a Wizards of the Coast property already, so like it's it's not weird that we could do that. Uh, but what if you get a magic rod uh, that you know is reminiscent of this rod that can turn your companion animal animals briefly into like bigger, cooler uh, versions? Like what oh. if um, you know the the dodo could become like a blue eyes white dragon briefly? If the uh, oh. if the sprout could become <gasps> Emrakul? Oh, I do oh like God. I like this a lot. This is cool. I like it. Oh my god, this is like Digimon digital digital illusion. Yeah, you know. yeah. I can briefly digi evolving. Yeah, and but like they go back to being small. I can and make. Cute when I can it's make. Convenient. I can make our mounts briefly digivolve. Oh, that oh rules. God. Oh my god. Okay, so then we each get to say blog digivolve too, and then we get to have our own Digimon evolve. Yeah. Oh my god, Digimon. Obviously, digital monsters. Digimon was a good show. It was. Uh, why don't you all three tell me uh, what Sprout, Spider, oh. and the Dodo, uh, who does not have a name, can oh. have a name if you want, or it can just be a Dodo, uh, uh, w- uh, evolve into. Briefly, uh, this item allows them the ability to kind of uh, to uh, go uh, Ultra Mode, Ultra Instinct. What's what is actually the highest level of Digivolution? Um, you just turn into um, a hot, sexy person towards the no, end. There's- there's a it, cha- uh, champion is like the first level, and then um, oh, I forget the others. Okay, ul- uh, ultra is a or, uh, ultra or super ultimate is the current highest level. Okay, no, so fresh or baby in training, rookie, champion, ultimate, mega. 
dark digivolutions, armor digivolutions, DNA digivolutions, shining. Well, the dark digivolution is if you force your Digimon to evolve or make them feel bad, like you're an abusive Digimon trainer. I remember War Greymon. Don't you lecture me. I was I was there. (laughs) I was there when I was there when War Greymon happened. <laughs> Fuck! I was I was going to say that that's what Spider of uh, Spider's Digivolution is Dark War Greymon, but um, why not? <laughs> huh? Why why not? Okay, I feel I feel like now we've talked about it. It's not as funny, but I, I yeah, yeah. But you thought of it before we said it, so it still I know. Counts. But it's still it's still not it, it's not gonna come out as funny. Don't cool. rob yourself of something so cool just because someone else said okay, it first. Fine. We He's get be- we all. <laughs> In the podcast, I am saying this has to be in the podcast, Austin. Uh-huh. That we all psychically knew that Sam was thinking of it, and then we just said it before Sam could say okay. it. Okay, we knew Sam was thinking it first. Okay, thank you, Spider. Uh, yeah, Spider devolves into Dark War Greymon. I'm trying to work out how to describe what Sprout evolves into, which is what if, what if, what if, uh, like a dragon. But it's a like you, you picture what would be a dragon, but it's a it's a big ball with tusks, but it's still got big big cloud wings. Yeah, a pig dragon. We all we all yeah, know pig, the concept. Pig dragon, <laughs> cloud wing, p- a boar dragon. Uh, I'm googled pig dragon, and there's some there's some decent results here of dra- draconic pigs. That's not bad. Um, is spider literally war Greymon, or is it a war Greymon esque? <laughs> literally dark war Greymon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stupid what about the and he's like dark and broody and he's like what is my purpose uh, this is gonna complicate the Netflix deal but <laughs> oh I mean no I think it's gonna be a good tie in oh my god yeah and I become Angela Anaconda <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Angela Oh, does anyone else know what that is? Of course. Yeah, that yeah, weird where, yeah. clip art lady. Yeah, girl? because there, there was an intro to the po- to the Digimon movie where oh it was God, an Angela and right. tie-in, and yeah. only like I yeah, I think Americans were very confused because it's not an American show. I don't think, but yeah, you've you've brought that um you've unlocked that memory back from the recesses of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm Angela. <laughs> And I now have a pig dragon with cloud wings. Yeah. Is this a real Digimon you put here, uh, Mario? I don't know. It just seems. Wait, wait, yeah. Cool Who, who's Digi- the Net Nenoir? I'm pretty sure this is like fan art. Am I, but I'm maybe am I not. the only person who hasn't just picked a Digimon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought we were supposed to pick a Digimon. No, I'm asking you to. Okay, first of all, uh, I googled this. This thing you've put in is called All Force Vidramon. Yeah, I just looked at the real picture and it's not pink, so I don't want it. Um, my dodo just turns into a way. Way bigger dodo who can fly. Okay, but that's it. Okay, I might just huge. I might have used. I might have used an AI image generation program to make an image of of my my new Digivolved uh, Sprout, and it's perfect. Hell um, yeah! I, I already would... used your last AI art monstrosity on one of these episodes. <laughs> Let's oh yeah, just no. Commit. I'm gonna. Oh no. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I will put this online when this episode goes up, but. It's just a big, it's just a big pig dragon with cloud wings. 
Okay, so I think the the natural uh, conclusion to draw here is that when the three new creatures are harnessed to Scorpion, it can take to the air, right? You can all fly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so now, yeah, now you've got it's like a Santa's sleigh situation as you're all like yanked <laughs> into the sky. Uh, yeah. This <laughs> this has got very silly. In addition to the speed boost, uh, something I want to establish here uh, is that you get more information from the air. Um, if you'll recall over the last episode, uh, Gale left a cairn for you with a note inside, but the note was destroyed uh, because uh, you failed to retrieve it uh, safely. Yep. If you'll recall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. One of the things she was going to tell you was like the order of people who came out of the, the tunnels, uh, like what the what the race. Oh running order is right now and you can kind of, I think you from the air you can actually see people in the distance um th- I've have in the roll 20 the order from top to bottom uh you are I guess I'm going to need a new um picture cuz Ray has joined Sprinkles and so Ray Romano has moved up one uh I guess I'm going to use this uh this pig picture <laughs> <laughs> So are you are you telling us that we're in last place still <laughs> For the moment, yeah, because, uh, yeah, uh, I was, yeah. Not when we learned to fly. This is what spider looks like. Oh, now. my God. What is wrong, Sam? <laughs> Delete. Big... Delete. <laughs> I can't say it out loud. I can't say it out loud on the podcast. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, the race order and who got what body parts and items during this campaign have all been organic. None of that was planned. You could have had none of the body parts, none of the items. You could be in first place. All of those things I have just uh, extrapolated from the choices everyone has made uh, and so forth. So so that is all correct and understandable, but we're in last place and we have been the whole time. And you're... You were not in last place the whole time. You were like uh, second place, I think, and Red and Buddy uh, were first into the tunnels. Uh, and then there was just a lot of running around. It just took a lot, a long time to to get out of there. The real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. So, for example, I don't like it. In the tunnels, uh, there were like three sub objectives. There was uh, get the body part, solve the serial killer, figure out how the exit works, and you did all three, which means you got the body part, you got Piccolo. Uh, that's like you have a bunch of bonuses, but it just took three times as long as anyone else who just fucked off. Yeah, but now we've got cool flight powers, so we're going to be in first any second now. Uh, yeah, I, so I, I want to say that the, the order right now, Zana and uh, Chad are in, the, in first place. They just flew east on the ham sect immediately. They didn't even go through uh, the tunnels ultimately. Uh, then it is Laser and the Dumacult. It is the Fortunato siblings. It is Red on the Zorplak. Uh, it is Vimble on the Justice Mobile, and then there's the research team, uh, who whose outlines are kind of uh, vague in the distance. I will say that uh, Gale can fly. Buddy is on the Swag Tusk, and fucking Walter has some kind of new mount that you don't know about. So can we just fucking go like, uh, you can absolutely just fucking go, beam. Thank you. Uh, none of you have vehicle proficiency. Uh, so I guess raw D20s to see how your first first time taking to the sky goes. Let's go, baby. I'm feeling, I'm rolling 18, high. 18. 11. 11. Uh, so that's above average. That's good. I mean, no one falls off. That was like, you know, with a, with a botch. 
<laughs> you get ripped into the air by a bunch of Digimon and, and go ass over tea kettle and crack your skull on the ground <laughs> as you take off. Um, but no, with, with good rolls, uh, you, you get up into the air and you start going. Uh, you are going to uh, start catching up to people here. Uh, but a thing about this biome, as you see from the air, it is uh, rolling hills in every direction. It's very beautiful. Uh, the mist... Uh, going around, coming like for off the lake and up off the horizon, obscures your long distance view, so you can't see everything. You can't see the edge yet, but there does seem to be a a, a particularly thick pocket uh, directly to the east. Like if you want to make the fastest time, you are going to need to directly fly into what seems to be some kind of weather phenomenon. Uh, there's like black uh, smoke maybe even within this mist. Um, you've seen um, obsidian. I'm trying to remember everything we revealed last episode. The, that the air tasted like sulfur. Oh yeah, I think I was able to deduct that there was a volcano in the area from the obsidian and the sulfury smell. If you didn't, you now have. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yes. There, there's, there's a geothermal activity here. It doesn't. It's not. It's, this isn't like lethal lava land or anything. But the, yeah, there, there does appear to be <laughs> the next triumph. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Who in this group is ready to recklessly fly into some, some, some big bad clouds? That, that that's me like 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 cracking the cracking the, the the thing to like make the make them go through the through the, recklessly through the the clouds. This band <laughs> rules. I can't believe we're flying. We're in the sky. Say yes to everything. Fear nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Ah. Can, can can I like uh, try and like like look into the clouds and try and like plot a course, or is it just like impenetrable? Yeah. So now the group can fly. I have to like take a minute to be like, okay, this really busts this whole thing wide open. We have we're entering a whole new style of campaign. Um, and <laughs> I have to really think about it. I mean, you did say you did say temporarily, so you can at some point force us to the ground. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's that's gonna happen. But this really opens up some things. Um, so I think some of the people who are less uh, inclined to jump into danger don't go directly through the the geothermal activity for example the research team uh gail buddy and walter are going to go around that so you can see them off uh you know to the south or something taking the long way uh as you enter yourself i think what you see is uh red and vimble red is on the zorplak and vimble is on the justice mobile uh and they aren't they aren't so close to each other that uh like they are aware of each other but if you want to interact with either of them, you can do that. Ooh, can, can, Korvok, can Korvok pee on Dimble? No, hold on. <laughs> I psychically connect to my dodo and have them poop specifically on Dimble. Let's go. What, what am I rolling for how good my, for how good of a job I do pissing on? <laughs> That's a constitution saving throw. Uh, so wh- while this is happening, Juniper does shout at Red, "You're way too cool to be traveling with Vimble." No, they're, they're not together. Fun. I feel like that just means I piss on myself. Oh, they're not together. They both just happen to be traveling this way. There, yeah, they, they're, I was giving you two options of encounters, basically. Let's go beat up Vimble. 
Okay, so the party takes Scorpion over the Justice Mobile. I think as you get closer, you're hearing the ice cream song, uh, and it's just getting louder and louder as you approach. Uh, I can't believe this episode just took a wild turn. Uh, you bring the vehicle down over top of the Justice Mobile. It's The ice cream song is blaring, and Corvox starts trying to pee off the edge, uh, and you rolled a five. Uh, you just get it all over your fucking pants, my guy. It blows back on you. <laughs> It's just into the wind. In fact, I, um, you get there. You get the attention of Vimble and the other people who are on the Justice Mobile. Well, there's other people who you've never met before. Um, I will describe them in a moment. Uh, but like the first thing I want to say is like this bad Constitution save did blow your cover. Uh, but you're you're catching up. You you you're making good time now. And so actually, what I want wait, is- can I roll stealth so he just thinks I'm a tree at first? Um, sure. Oh, okay. Twelve. <laughs> Is, is pissing yourself an intimidation tactic? <laughs> so Korvok messes up trying to pee on Vimble and accidentally gets Vimble's attention. Uh, <laughs> I did, when I woke up this morning, I did not know this is where we were going to be. Um, I'm going to roll. Vimble tries to throw one of his signature darts up your urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 25! <laughs> oh my god. That is laser focus. Wait, is Bumble still a baby? No. You take eight damage. It doesn't actually have to hit you. <laughs> in, in any anatomy, you don't want implicated in a fight. But uh, everyone roll initiative. No, it's, it's, it, it, gets, it gets me right in there. Okay, <laughs> you have stone skin as an ability. I like to imagine that it's more uh, robust than most examples of the that. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it, it, like it gets in there. Like it doesn't do the amount of damage it would to like a, 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 a like a, a, a regular person, but like it, uh, it, it's in there. Oh my lord! All right. So while we're rolling initiative here, let me just recap everything that's happened so far because a lot of things have been thrown out in rapid succession. So Juniper has taken the connection from Sprinkle's creator onto herself, and now she uh, has this mental uh, link with Kushim. Uh, in reward for that, uh, Sprinkles offered you a, a summon from her deck of hollow deck cards, uh, and you chose the you know the rod of embiggening, uh, which you know she strikes through the hollow runner and summons this this magical rod, which you use to cast a spell on your your animals. So the sp the sprout becomes a giant pig dragon, the dodo <laughs> the small dodo becomes a bigger dodo, uh, and spider becomes dark war Greymon. I will say that this also affects Scorpion, uh, the metal vehicle, because it needs to be kept horizontal as it's pulled through the air like Santa's sleigh. So that magic, uh, you know, it affects the whole vehicle and the animals uh, harnessed to it, uh, except for the big uh, bovine you befriended last episode. There isn't enough magic for them, so you have to say your farewell to this this large cow. But it's okay. Uh, you leave it behind with Ray and Sprinkles. Uh, who are going to take a little uh, break here. They are eventually going to summon a new creature. 
and travel east in the race, uh, but they need a, a moment. I think specifically Sprinkles needs to like recharge her magic because she is using it right now to summon. Uh, and so before she can get a new animal, you all uh, can take off into the air. So that is what happens. Uh, Scorpion uh, is pulled into the sky by the pig dragon <laughs> and, and spider and the big dodo. Uh, and you take off into the, the mist of this ecosystem. Uh, there's the rolling hills beneath you. Uh, I gave you two choices here. Uh, one was, do you fly through the volcanic activity uh, to go faster? You said yes. Entering uh, this uh, smoky uh, section of the ecosystem, I gave you a second choice, which was you see red and you see Vimble in different directions. Do you want to interact with either of them? You picked Vimble. So, we're joining this combat as you are hovering over the Justice Mobile, which is festooned with raccoon skulls. Uh, you are above them, uh, and there are three people on the Justice Mobile. Uh, there is Vimble, Barry Cheeks, Kalthinian in the fourth, and there are two new ones. The audience knows this. Uh, you saw this little scene, but your party members don't. Uh, one new one, uh, which uh, is mulch face i believe we called them uh a creature of mud and uh roots and leaves uh with a gem in their back uh, i believe that's the red gem and then there's the trivier who is made out of denny's place mats a kind of humanoid paper creature with a blue gem in its back uh the trivier pulls zana's rapier out of the justice mobile and is going to wield it in this fight um th so th those are the three people you're fighting uh, on their vehicle below you uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna, tr uh, try and shoot him with my longbow, uh, and be like, uh, you made me drink piss. Twelve <laughs> uh, is what I do. Uh, that actually is not going to hit. I know, uh, you know, Vimble, famously very fragile, but has a, a very high AC, which is helped by all that armor you found right before you lost control of the character. I know, I know. Um, but I, wait, I do have a, I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to a uh, longbow. Twenty-two. Hell yeah, that hits. So you shoot two two uh, arrows down at Vimble, who like acrobatically dodges one, but you you know his his uh, fighting style. You trained with him, mm -hmm. uh, and you know how he's gonna dodge. And so the second one hits him like mid uh, pirouette. And I think it deals eight plus three from the hunter's mark, so eleven damage. All right, yeah, you hit Vimble hard. Uh, and it is now uh, Vimble's turn. Uh, he is going to do what he does best, which is start raining uh, these darts onto uh, the vehicle. Um, let's see here. Juniper, 22. Piccolo, uh, 19. Korvok, 14. Are we taking 19 damage? Or? Yeah, that's uh, to see whether it hits us, whether it's above oh, our okay. AC. Yeah, it hits. Yeah. It hits. Oh, everyone gets hit. Uh, 12 damage. Uh, this is with practice precision. Like, you know, just bam, bam, bam. Just hitting each of you bullseye dead on. Uh, that, that That's a really good move. Um, I think the new one made out of mud is like really physically strong. Um, and like you see, this is actually from the same dirt uh, that you grew in Piccolo. Uh, you can probably like, you know, tell from the grass and, and stuff that is the made part of their body. Uh, so there's some familiarity there. Uh, and he picks up the Trivier, which is the one made just made out of Denny's placemats, who's very like thin, uh, who and that new one is armed with Zana's bejeweled rapier. 
uh, and their kind of combo attack is uh, the, the new one made of mud throws the new one made out of paper at Scorpion uh, while holding the rapier out uh, and is going to try to hit um, Korvok. You're the you're the one here. Mm-hmm. Tw- Twenty four. Ooh, so yeah, that definitely hits. All right. Fifteen damage. Fuck, I am getting my shit rocked here. Piccolo, it's your turn. Uh, the trivier has boarded your vehicle and has put its sword inside of Korvok's body. Uh, what do you do? You don't. You've never met these new ones, but you can put context clues together. Because Sprinkle said, "Oh, Vimble is the one who told me you were all evil." Hey, just because I kill people and then make their bodies into furniture does not make me evil. That makes me really mad. I'm getting into a rage, which gives me, which gives me plus two melee damage with strength weapons and advantage on strength checks and slaving throws. I'm gonna do what's cool, and I'm gonna jump off. And land on top of Vindle, Vimble I, while I'm in a rage so I can do my attacks. Uh-huh. 15. Um, oh my god, no. Are you fucking kidding me? Austin, you're ruining the game. <laughs> I just got lost my temper for a second. You're not ruining the game. So uh, even though you have an incredible bonus, you have a, a, a best weapon, you have an incredible strength, that just isn't enough. Uh, Vimble fucking uh, does a flip and like lands uh, on the on the edge of your blade, just, just standing there. Um, oh, that's so annoying! <laughs> I bet that's gonna make you angry and full of rage. Ooh, I'm so, I'm raging up! Vimble says, too slow, criminal. <laughs> Wait, I can attack twice, actually. No, actually, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can attack twice. Yes. Uh-huh. Cool that I am. Uh-huh. 13! No. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, uh, you try to swing at Vimble again, and he just does a flip and, like, lands in your branches uh, like uh, and starts, like, crouching there like a fucking gargoyle. Like the way... <laughs> Bat- Batman does when he zips to one of the corners of a building in the Arkham games and just says, uh, <laughs> what, what does he say? Oh, fuck, Sam, you have so much a better idea of this character than I do. Um, nice try, Tree, but I'm going to get to the root of the crime here. Uh, and yeah, that was uh, poor Piccolo's turn, and it's now Juniper. Jun- Juniper, you see your vehicle's been boarded by a new one, and the other vehicle's been boarded by Piccolo. What do you do? Uh, you know what? Fucking Vimble. Um, we're going to try out my first level four spell slot, because fuck it. I don't know whether it's going to hit, but we're going we're gonna to do a fourth level call lightning. <laughs> so uh, um, I've summoned a storm cloud that is gonna start zapping and it won't stop zapping. Um, <laughs> aiming for Vimble, uh, I need a dexterity saving throw. Um, also, if anyone else is within five feet of Vimble, they will also get hit. 27 from Vimble. Where is Vimble getting these fucking... St- mm. Okay. Vimble's a rogue. 12 from me. Okay. <laughs> this was, these were Vimble's stats. If you don't recall, he almost soloed the whole group. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I believe Vimble's still going to take damage even with a successful save. Um, let me yeah, see. Yeah, but take half. 
I believe, yeah, half as much on a successful one, so... And I'm gonna take a hundred. Ouch. It's okay, don't worry. It's alright. Uh, I'm wishing I hadn't done it at fourth level. Just a medium no, amount it's... of damage. A um, medium amount. Okay. 20 damage? Okay. Don't cast that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I will I will burn that fourth level spell to use it for one zap and then stop zapping, I guess. <laughs> Only the cowardly and the superstitious use AoE attacks. A hero of justice uses a good weapon like a bladed projectile. Fuck. Okay. Um yeah, I'm just going to start uh going to try and just start using some um uh long bows at him. All right. I got 12. Nope. 21. There you go. Let's get it. What's same thing as last time. The first shot you know isn't going to hit, but you know how he'll dodge, and you hit him with the second. Okay, so it's uh, 7 plus 2, so he takes 9. Uh, yeah, that's this is like the ideal uh, Hunter's Mark situation, is like bur uh, burning down a, uh, a low HP thing with uh, DPS. Uh, and I think Vimble, uh, when you shoot him a second time, says up to you, like, Why have you betrayed me, little boy Justice? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't call me that anymore. I'm, uh, my name is Korvok Greenwielder, uh, Green and I'm gonna go to school for business. Um, uh, he says, like, as he, like, lands the second blow into, uh, into, uh, Vimble, and, uh, uh, he's like, um, um, I, I idolized you. I looked up to you. But then I made other friends, and they don't make me drink piss. We're just gonna have some feedback. You don't have to do anything with piss anymore. We don't even have to talk about it. No, we have to talk about it. That's the one thing we have to do. Okay. Little boy Justice, my training regimen is harsh but fair. It molds you into a warrior that can defeat crime. You think I didn't drink my share of piss? <laughs> 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 um, um, uh, yeah, Korvok's gonna, like, lower his bow for a moment and go, Is that true? As, as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can, I, can I try and use insight to see if he's lying? Sure. Okay. Roll an 11. Uh, I... Well, what's the funniest thing here? I think I think Vimble manipulating you into thinking he's had the same hardships as you is very, a very funny thing to do. I, with an, I don't think Eleven's good enough. I think you're like, oh, I didn't realize we have so much in common. And he's like, no, he's a rich boy. He didn't have to go through uh, yeah. uh, like the canonical thing Batman did to Robin was like make him eat rats. <laughs> Oh, I, I know. He forced someone else to, like, everyone had to drink pee, but he paid someone else to drink the pee for him. Yeah, he pe <laughs> no, he paid me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't, but, like, yeah, like, Korvok's like, I I never realized that. I, but no, I still want to uh, uh, quit my job and just hang out and also eventually go back to school for business and be a motivational speaker, even though you said that was stupid. 
I'm sorry to hear that, little boy Justice. Unfortunately, I will have to feed you and I will have to feed you to the crime-sensing dogs that are going to be in my new ecosystem. 27. <gasps> I don't know what's happening. What's that for? It's Vimble's turn. Uh, yeah, that's an attack. Oh, fuck. Okay, I mean, that hits me. Uh, 10 damage. That kills me. It doesn't kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone always says that. Um, I mean, that, that, that does lower my HP to zero now. All right, so how do you want to take this uh, this blow? Because uh, in Dice Funk, when you drop to zero, you get a permanent consequence. It can be an injury, uh, we, like we had with Juniper losing a foot. It can be uh, any number of things uh, creatively. Uh, we've had people, you know, lose confidence in themselves and take a charisma hit. We've had people uh, lose uh, an equip piece of equipment that gets broken. Uh, it's up to you. Okay, I think I, well, I think that that's going to be enough to make Corvac give up on his dream of, be, of going to school, uh, business school. Oh, this is for the best. <laughs> um, but like, I, yeah, I don't know how that. Uh, and like, he gives up on like wanting to become a motivational speaker. I don't know what that hmm, what what that should do in terms of like uh, mechanically or in terms of like what that makes. Um, uh, and like, yeah, like he like, he like, he loses like confidence in him. It, it like, he's going to like lose a lot of like his like uh, self-confidence. Um, so paint me the picture of this, uh, this dart arcing through the air. I mean, this is really, uh, comeuppance for all the times you fucking owned people at these things for the first half of the season, <laughs> Sam. Oh yeah, no, 100%. Uh, but it's it's going through the air. It's cutting through the, the mist and, and it's just like a beautiful throw. Yeah, no. So, so the dart, the dart, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, 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 um, goes through the mist with like, um, uh, uh, it, 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 it cuts through the mist and then, um, into, um, uh, into my like, uh, uh, uh into my chest, but doesn't cut anywhere near as deeply as, um, Vimble's words and my realization that I'll never be good enough to be a motivational speaker and. Uh, uh, like, uh, could never make it in, uh, in business school. Um, uh, and so, yeah, Cor Corlock, like, takes that, and, um, uh, down he goes as he, uh, like, uh, collapses onto the ground, both in pain, but also at, like, um, the realization that he's never, he's never going to fulfill his dreams. Um... Yeah, I mean, as you fall, you hear all the things he said to you about you'll never be good enough. Uh, wanting to be a motivational yeah. speaker is stupid. That's all echoing in your mind. Here's here's my uh, my pitch to you is like you hit the ground, uh, you know, uh, too pain to fight on, and that psychic reverberation feeds back into Spider, who uh, de digivolves back into the Pegasus. <laughs> Uh, the you know the the Pegasus uh, creature we discussed before, and the 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 vehicle like lists wildly and begins falling out of the sky. Ooh, um, because it's always a temporary thing, but now like basically uh, the whole vehicle's going down. We are in a crash scenario. I mean, yeah, that's that sounds right. All right, so to end the episode, uh, Spider is transformed back into their original form. Uh, Scorpion starts spinning out, and the vehicle falls out of the air. Uh, and uh, Korvok made this 
uh, wagon, very heavy and, and made out of metal, and it falls and it, it lands on the Justice Mobile, ripping it apart. And as the two vehicles go spinning, slamming into the ground, all this volcanic glass and obsidian begins tearing apart other vehicles and all of the party members for both Panzer Pets LLC and Vimble's uh, crew on the Justice Mobile go flying in every direction uh, as metal screeches, wood splinters, and magma flows. I saw a spark against the dark and we erupt but it's a slow burn take a chance we start to dance can't see enough to know to turn around sound of a bomb 